or not you win this thing, you've got to decide how you're going to walk out of here when it's all said and done. Because the game is going to go on. And there's only one rule you're going to need to know about. There are no second chances. There's only this moment and the next moment. Every one of those moments is a test that you get to take one time and only one time. So if you see an opening, tear into it. If you get a shot at victory, make sure you take it. Seize that moment. That moment is a crossroads where everything you want will collide with everything standing in your way. You've got momentum at your back. Fear and doubt are thundering like a freight train straight at you. And all you got, the only difference between making history and being history, the only thing, the only thing you can count on in any given moment is you. It's you versus them. You versus no. You versus can't. You versus next year, last year. Statistics, excuses. You versus history. You versus the odds. It's you versus second place. Clock is ticking. Let's see what you've got. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Eight minutes past the hour, a brand new week. It's a Dudney Monday, so a welcome in, and thank you for being a part of the Rick and Bubba Show. Our website is rickandbubba.com, spell out and, A-N-D. We're internless today, uh, and so it could be an unscreened phone call segment. You don't know it, but give us a call, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Eddie Van Adler, he's got YouTube Live and HD, so we are up and we are rolling. Thank you so much for being with us. Well, let's bring them in. And that completes the three goodens that'll get you through this hour. Sitting over to my left is Mr. Greg Burgess, and right in front of me is Michael Helms. What's up, boys? How are y'all? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Um, I, I uh, surprised, Greg, you didn't know this. We were talking in the back uh, by Helmsy's office. Um, uh, you didn't see me walking in with a flag uh, from, like, <laughs> looks like I stole it from the golf course. Uh, and and, know why? Well, um, you know, when you're moving and you're cleaning out your garage, uh, you'll find things. Uh, guys, I have found so much. Um, I had basically an Academy Sports and Dick's Sporting Goods, uh, in my garage, uh, to Mm. be honest with you, from all the years of just the boys playing sports and me coaching and all that. Well, we had gotten, and it's been years, we had gotten one of these, uh, golf flags, and I forget how we got, anyway, we got it. And it's the kind you can – it's got a little sharp end so you can stick it in the ground. Yeah. And you can put it at, at different spots around the yard and chip to it or whatever. And before I just gave it away, I was like, you know, Helmsy might want this. And so I didn't want to be that person where you – you know, somebody brings you something and you're like, I really don't want this, but I'm going to take yeah. it. 
Uh, and so if you don't no. want it, you can get it back. Because I will just funny. take it and just give it. I mean, well, here's give it away. Him's have to act like he liked it. Oh, I don't know. No, I no, couldn't no, tell. No. I well, just, awesome. I, I just, wanted one of those. I just thought of him, and I'm I like. I needed that. Hey, the kids might like it, because you don't see those everywhere. No, and here's know? what's funny about that, Greg. I want you to picture this. <laughs> I've got all my stuff just, just spread out. i got my TV on. Sure. Sports Center's going. Uh-huh. Kind of digging into what the week's going to look like. <laughs> and I turn around, and Speedy's standing in my office with a flag from the golf course. <laughs> it's just I, I wasn't expecting it. And you know Monday what? I, you know what I could have done. And this is so us. You, oh, you'll get I needed this. That. You'll get this. Okay. That yeah. means you don't. Like what I probably should have done is kept it in the truck. And when the show was over, said, "Hey, you know, I've got so this." You, you and brought it in here and handed it. The to only me. the reason I did that it's is because we would forget. I would take off in my truck and it'd be in my truck going home. No, and I, I'd be like, I, here's, where I I'm at. "Here's where I'm at on it," and I and I'm gonna be as completely honest as I can. Sure, y'all are not gonna believe anything. What whether it, it doesn't matter which way I go on this, yeah. you're not gonna believe. Oh, it. I know that old but, red eyes. Not. Here's where I'm at on this: the kids mm. are always hitting golf balls at the house, or even hitting tennis balls mm-hmm. with their golf clubs some old clubs to certain areas they'll take a bucket mm-hmm. like a five gallon bucket and yeah. try to rent so this is actually perfect this is something they would actually use yeah and you can put it at different spots around the yard yeah. if you want look do you see that look i just I got know, i know i bet amanda think it looks sharp out in the well yard. you take well, it out you and take put, it out you don't yeah. leave no, it there leave the it whole up. time <laughs> I knew that that one would do this, and you I didn't. Want, that's I didn't, why I wouldn't. I didn't want. Up. I really didn't want to be that guy. I'm <laughs> like, man, am I? You gonna... can tell me what you really think about it. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I think we all. I think we all have a pretty open <laughs> oh, relationship. Man, I needed that. If you don't like it, you can just. No, I, I think I really do. And think I, you know what I'll do? say? I needed it because hmm? that means you really didn't like it when somebody gives you I something. Didn't say go, oh I man, needed I needed that. Is that the key? Yeah. To be honest, I didn't say a whole lot because I was I was kind of caught off guard. That that's the I don't want it phrase. Yeah, I needed that, y'all. That's awesome. Yeah. I know what you do every well, Christmas. The good news is, you a gift. Hey, <laughs> hey, the good news is I didn't do that. That's true. To your point. Yeah. So you were just dumbfounded. I, was, I couldn't nothing. believe it. Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, two block. What's I didn't that? Know. How do I answer this? Why has it got a flag? What am I going to do with that? I got enough crap in my garage. <laughs> right. So Speedy's basically taking junk out of his garage and putting it in yours. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that junk. I just Why don't you sell it to Hobie and rip him off like you did on that bag? <laughs> no, actually, Hobie got a nice bag. <laughs> he did. <laughs> He did. It was a tour bag, Greg. <laughs> Jerk. Saw Hobie this weekend. Yeah. Um, he, he loves that bag. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to talk to him. He was well, running around him. with kids, 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 <laughs> more kids. So oh, yeah. He like mm-hmm. his a big handle at one point. Yeah. Just, did he have that bag like, with him? I was just like, look, man. <laughs> no, Greg. <laughs> Greg, he wasn't playing golf. Oh. <laughs> Dial it in. <laughs> you don't love that bag, Greg? I do. Huh? It's a golf bag. Yeah. What do you want? I mean, I, I was telling him. And, I like and, how you act like you was cutting him a deal. Uh, oh, I was. Here's actually. what I'm gonna do, Craig. Yeah, I did. Well, I did cut him a deal. Listen here, huh? just cause it's you. Hey, Google it. Google that bag and see what it's for. Goes for, huh? Hey, I wouldn't do this just for anybody. Right, right. I don't wouldn't give him that bag and you that that flag, but I did. No way you paid for that bag. Which what bag? The one you sold him. Oh, I most I most definitely did. <laughs> I think it was at Edwin's Golf. Is where I got that bag umpteen years ago. Are they still uh, in business? Edwin Watts? Yeah. I don't know. I think they are, but okay. I don't think they have as many locations as they used to. Yeah. Um, I think. I don't oh, I played a lot of golf back in the day. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I was sitting there, uh, you know, cleaning out stuff, and I've got another bag that's got – it's a um, – it's a oh, – which one is it? I think it's a Max Fly bag, I think. And they they put speedy uh, speedy on it or yeah. whatever. It's like personalized or stuff. Don't even Dang, use it. It's got dust. It's got it. dust and – 
and spider webs <laughs> all over drink? it. So I'm I'm there. Oh yeah, I'm just talking to it. And and and, and I'm, I'm sitting I'm, I'm sitting there. No, you can pull that off. It's got Velcro. Uh, anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm cleaning everything out and I'm like, you know, I dang it, I don't ever play anymore. You know, you're, I used you're to about, play all the time. You're about it to that stage in life where you could, if okay. you wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got Yeah, you got a few. Right now, I'd hit every tree on the golf course. I'd be, that, I'd be that guy that flies over the trees and lands on another another fairway and just plays back over. Oh, there's plenty of guys like that. And I enjoy hanging out with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still mad at this one over I'm here. I'm that guy someday. M- Mr. Uh, make fun of everybody over here. Mm-hmm. He has been saying he's going to play golf forever, and I think he would like it. But I think, no, we ain't I'm got too time far gone, though. We ain't got time for I'm it. too far gone. The only time we could do it is on a Thursday when, when you know you're here. Yeah, go go get in a quick happen. nine or something, or at least go to the range. That have, ain't going to happen. We've got somewhere we can go Sounds 10 good. minutes from here. Hey, yeah. you got that flag at your house. I can come back. <laughs> yeah, you could actually practice <laughs> at this house if you want. Oh, but you know, you, know, you know, it's one of those things, too, where I just thought of you. I don't know. I was like, wow, they might, re- they might like this. You know what I just thought of? What? If you would have been moving when Hobie needed that bag, you would have given it to him because if he had just waited you out because you just wanted it out of your way. Possibly. Dang. Possibly. Dang the love. Probably, but probably would have put that one in storage. You know what that By the way, I've got a storage. I've got a, I, first time I've ever. Have you ever gotten storage places? Oh, yeah. Storage bin? Yeah. I'm a yeah. threat. <clears throat> you got Jay, one now? Not now, but I've had them in the Jay past. Jay and myself Climate shared control. one for yeah. years. Um, I've done both. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've got one of those climate control uh, things, and it's, it's because we've given so much away or sold it, but then there's the in-between of, I don't know if we're going to need it so, or not. Yep. So, so it's like, let's hold it there, let's move, and then we'll come back to that and just kind of go, all right, what do we want? Or you know. Now here's what that leads to. You're going to be having that storage building for a long time, <laughs> Yeah. and you just go, it's pay f- sign up for another year, we'll worry about it later. <laughs> right. And it you're just becomes right. part of your life. Yeah. It's there yeah. if you need it. Yeah. It's you our forget new, about it and so they sell you, it on. It's on, our new attic. Storage. That's it. That's exactly what it, it is. is. Yeah. And you'll have things in the new house that you'll you won't use anymore, but you don't want to throw away, and you'll run it down to the storage unit. Yeah. And then when you get down to the storage unit, you hadn't been there in over a year. You'll go, oh, I forgot I had that. Yeah, look here it is. Here's my high school yearbook. <laughs> <laughs> what I used to do. That's my life right now. Did what you I used to do, that? and I got to be careful here. Yeah. Okay, is I would go down to the storage unit, and it was tight because Jay and I were splitting it, and I kind of had my half, and he had his half. And sometimes he'd have more than I'd have and, we, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there were times where I'd go down there and I would give things like a couple years. and A couple if, of years? Yeah. and Well, because it's in a storage I unit. I thought you were going to say months. Giving it a couple years in a storage unit is not a big deal. Okay. No. But when – so I'd go in there and every time I would go in there, I'd look and see. And if something was in there that I thought, we will never use that again. And Amanda's completely forgot about this. Guess where it went? Yeah, get mm-hmm. it out. To the dumpster. There you go. And like so by it. the time that we, by the time that we, Jay moved and he, even though he moved, he kept a lot of stuff here in that storage unit. Mm-hmm. Um, I hmm. about had my side empty by the time we, we <laughs> Amanda's like, Hey, Jay's wanting to move that storage unit. I said, well, it's going to be mostly his stuff. I've gotten rid of most everything else. Stuff yeah. like, oh my years. gosh. But I did. Well, our, our attic, I mean, That's you can, you can walk around in our attic and, and just kind of hang out. You know what I'm saying? We've, yeah. we've never had to do that, but there's one little section that I call the Chris, the Christmas nightmare. Oh yeah! And I've told Terry that I'm half that stuff's going away. She's like, No, no. Yeah, I'm like, Oh yeah, Bubba, you won't even know it. Bubba. Times have changed.
times are strange Here I come but I ain't the same Mama I'm coming home my friends we are back 23 minutes past the hour. It's the kickoff hour, Monday edition, which means it's a Dudney Monday. So good luck to you if you're coming to the golden ticket seats. You could win $50 from Dr. Dudney. Bobby, the uh, easiest 50 bucks you'll win. Just come, sit down, hang out, and uh, hopefully your number is called at the end of the show. If so, you win $50. And then everybody that, that doesn't win can fake clap. I love that. They're all disappointed, but they're I being know, good and they're sport. like, <laughs> Yeah, kind of like. <laughs> Kind of like Eli Manning. He was disappointed he wasn't in the game, but he fake clapped. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I, I've got to just, if I could, um, and I'm not, I just want to give you, you two a heads up, okay? You're not going to hear about this all week, okay? And I know that y'all are ready for me to move just like I am. Uh, but, you know, you got to be able to vent and talk to your buddies, or if not, you hold it all in, yeah. and then you end up, you like, you know, this is how people get, just blow up and get in huge arguments or, do something stupid because they held it in. I mean, you know, hopefully y- y'all two can be buddies and like listen to me a little bit, you know, and let me vent sure. some. And this movement thing, like I told Terry, the hard stuff, the hard stuff is really over. Uh, now comes the the stress of moving. But if you think about it, we had to put, we had to, you know, we had to put the house on the market. You know, use Jason Secor, which was good. We've endorsed him for years here in the Birmingham market. Uh, we had to find a buyer. They had to find a buyer. You know, we had to go through inspection, go through appraisal. We had to do all the things we had to do. We had to get the financing. We had to do all that. All that's done. Now we just have to move. You know, so if you look at it that way, I know the hectic, you know, the, hey, we got to well, we move. We got to move. What about this? What about that? But really, if you think about it, I mean, we're, hey, we're winning the game and it's in the fourth quarter. Sure. Let's just don't fumble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so – a lot of moving parts. Part part of getting crap out of the house that you've had forever is, you know, your one eight hundred junks and hey, come, this is just junk. Yeah. And I, I've I've gone to the landfill a couple of times. Matter of fact, I've videoed me there one time for you guys early on. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, so we've done that. Uh, we've donated so much. Matter of fact, we have another uh, the the foundry uh, which we support here on the show. They are coming to the house tomorrow uh wednesday and just getting a pile of furniture uh and so anyway we're donating 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 but there's some some things that don't go to the storage unit right you're not donating you're trying to sell well i'm not a big garage sale guy and you know you know terry is like hey let's have a garage sale let's have a moving garage sale i'm like i'm not going to stand out we there. did that when we moved a few years ago and i don't want to stand out there on a hot I saturday i don't morning think it's worth it and and bake oh, and go oh, yeah i'll take five dollars yeah. for that yeah. and it's like well, what are we doing it's, it's really tough you're right I, and i said but I, i'll tell you what i will do i will put on facebook marketplace hey we got uh you know an entertainment entertainment system uh, or whatever, you know, 30 bucks. I'll 30, 40, 50 buck you to death. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and, and, you know, give it a day or two. If nobody gets it, yeah. then yeah, go donate it. But if they do, then they come and they meet and then they get it. But, you know, I, and if I could just vent, I'm new to this Facebook marketplace thing. Matter of fact, I don't have Facebook. I, we use Terry's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but do, do people do, <sighs> This is more of a society problem than it is a Facebook problem. I mean, problem. you know, let your yes be yes and your yeah. no be no, but not your yes turn into I'm just not going to reply. I, I just said I wanted it. Uh, okay, so let's say, Greg, you, I've got uh, an entertainment system 
yeah. okay, and I'm going to sell it. And and when I bought it, it was just I, – I can't remember how much we paid for it. But you know what? I'm going to get rid of it. I want it out of the house. You can have it for 40 bucks. I don't care. I know I'm taking – I mean, it's just stupid to even sell it for that because it's really nice. Sure. But I'm going to sell it for 40 bucks. So I put it on Facebook Marketplace, and within an hour, somebody says, hey, is this available? Yes, it is. And then they don't reply. Okay, maybe they're just checking. And then somebody, hey, is this available? I really want it. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, well, I, I, I'll take it. I like the price. Can we meet tomorrow? Sure. All right, let's meet tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I live in whatever city. You live in, in Helena. This is an easy place, a big, huge parking lot. Let's meet there at 4 o'clock tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. So on the market marketplace, I put pending. In other words, pending pickup. Oh, it's, pending. It's, yeah. it's not sold, but I've made a commitment to somebody or whatever. Yeah. Well, then the next day comes rolling around, <laughs> and then about, I would say, 2.30, like most people that have a schedule, they would check. We'll, I'll check in with them. Hey, you just want to make sure 4 o'clock still good with you. Sometimes they won't even reply. Yeah, I know. And then the other times – they won't reply till like three forty-five when you're already out in traffic to meet them because yeah. of what you said. Hey, man, I thought today was good. I can't do. It. Can you meet in the morning at nine? What the? Are you serious? I know. And so it, it's to the point where you're like, all right, that's it. I Never. pull pending off of it and put it back out there. Yeah, you I, lost I, it. That's what I've done. It's no longer pending. That's it. I, I, you don't know how much I've given away because of people. That's it. It's not available anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it has happened so many times. And then there's some people that are like, they're very responsive, they're on time. But you, you wonder, I know a lot of people don't wear watches anymore, but heck, do you know what time it is? There's I mean, plenty of places to see what time it is. I mean, do, do people, do they just go through their day and don't know what the heck they're doing in the afternoon and just make it up as they go? Or I think do, that's do, part of it. And or I think do you think people part. actually look at the afternoon schedule and go, hey, at four, I made a commitment to somebody. Maybe by two, I need to let them know if I'm coming or not. Yeah. Or yeah. do they just just float along and throw up a, uh, a quarter and let it land and go, oh, hell, it's tails. Oh, he's mad. Let, let me see. <laughs> I, it's the dangest thing I've yeah. ever seen. I've I've never met people like this. That they just, you know just wander through life with no schedule. I'm not worried about your time. And they've made that. commitments, and they don't care at all. No, it's just like, whatever. They don't care about you. They, yeah, whatever, that. man. Yeah, I might meet you. Well, you know, there's a lot of traffic out. Well, I'll try to Rick get there. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> She's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. She acts like summer and 25 minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba show on this Dudney Monday. Rick and Bubba are here and ready for the main show to start. That'll do that uh, after top of the hour break. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Cook's Pest Control. And Centricon, the unbeatable combination for termite protection. And I know this firsthand because not only do we use them as a staff, but do you know how reassuring it is to know that your wood infestation and termite inspection is coming up for the sale of your home and you go, well, I know I'm fine. Cook's Pest Control has been taking care of me, baby. Uh, And sure enough, they did come to the house and and get that done, uh, and they can help you. Cook's Pest Control is the best. Uh, They don't mess around with ants, spiders, fleas, ticks, rodents, termites, nesting, wasps, roaches. Gosh, I hate roaches. 
Terry hates spiders. I my thing is roaches. Oh, I hate roaches. Yeah, yeah who likes roaches? Nobody. Uh, yeah. Other bugs and critters. Uh, give them a call. Uh, Cookspest.com is their website. Uh, give them a call or go by their website at cookspest.com uh, for a free, free thorough inspection and evaluation of your home or business. Uh, there's no obligation either. They even offer services for contractors and new home construction. So uh, make sure you check them out. That's cookspest.com, cookspest.com, or go to rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. But I appreciate you guys letting me rant a little bit on Facebook Marketplace. And like I said, I've met some really cool people that and actually listen so to this cool. show that, well, that are very, that are on time and do what they say. But then there's <laughs> these others that just float along in life and they make a commitment and it's almost like they disappear. Your, yeah, t- your time weird. means nothing. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's that, weird. That people do not think, and, and it happened to me Friday night, and I'm not going to go into the details and share the story that I did during the break, mm-hmm. but it happened to do with picking up kids at a football game. Yeah. People do not care how they impact others, period. That's right. That's their mindset. I, I, I guess that's it. And and it is amazing to me what people will just look at the situation they're currently in mm-hmm. or lack of planning or disrespecting somebody's time, and they simply say, you know what, I really don't care. I'm just going to do this anyway. I don't care. They're, they evidently don't ask these questions. Man, how does this impact others? Mm-hmm. How, how does this impact this guy who has said he'll sell this to me when three or four others wanted it? Mm-hmm. How does the way y'all are parking your freaking car, teenagers, not realize how, how much you're impacting people on the road? Hey, when, when people park cars, what let me ask you a question for I mean, those of you that park cars. Do you ever get out and when you're out of the car and you're walking away from the car, look back and see how it looks? I've done that and went back and, ch- and fixed it. I have yeah. too. Because are, especially with the big extended cab yeah. truck it's hard to turn in sometimes yeah. and you go look I, I need to redo that or do people just get out and walk away and they never even see what they've done i will tell you this if i would have I don't know. and i'm getting into the story but if i would have been in my car and not amanda's friday night i'd have took about six of you teenagers mirrors off your cars <laughs> would have and, and it'd been your fault because of what the way you left you hey if you don't know how to parallel park maybe maybe just maybe Go park somewhere else. Yeah. You can't leave your car hanging out in the middle of the road and think that's okay. No, you It's shouldn't. a two-lane road. People are parking on both sides of the road. You can't just pull in there <laughs> and not and leave the butt of your car hanging out. No, you can't do that. That's And, and here's the, what's the crazy. They got out and go, yeah, that'll work. That'll do it. I don't know that if, they, if they don't care enough to look. Because surely there's a brain, there's just some little spark in somebody's brain that goes, bleep, bleep. Hey, that don't look right. Let me stop and get out and make that right. Because you, it shouldn't be look. It shouldn't look like you know these cone obstacle courses for cars. You see them going in and out. You shouldn't be doing that going down the road. And those cones are cars now because nobody knows how to parallel park and they're all sticking out and you're just zigzagging through them. It, there should be kind of some formality to it, right? I would think so. You would. I don't just know. Just some common sense. I just, I, I, just, I almost, I, I want to, I want to sit down with my parents and I'm going to do this at some point. <laughs> Started to ask my mom this uh, the other day when I was talking to her on the phone. Was I this much of an idiot as these kids are today? I don't know. Like, did I make these similar decisions? Maybe I did. Maybe I'm being too rough on them. Maybe they just, I know their brain hadn't developed fully. That mm-hmm. don't happen until mid twenties. Get right. it? But surely some of you can look around at what you're doing and the yeah. decisions you're making and going, man, that's going to impact a lot of people. I probably shouldn't do that. 
You know, raising three boys, I know y'all, you know, y'all have boys and Greg's already raised one, one very successful, has a family, but I've got three. Okay. Hold up your three. three. I've got, I've got three. And so sometimes I can be a little bit just straight to the point, like boom, because you know, raising boys and girls are a little different. Y'all know that. I don't have a girl. I know God, yeah, God yeah. looked at me and said, Hey, I don't think I'm going to give you one. Yeah. Uh, and yesterday I had to apologize to Reese because we were at the storage unit. And this storage unit is really nice. We pay we paid for it to have climate control, but they have these they have these buggies there. You can live in. Then they offer at every entrance of this. They ha- they have a dolly. They have equipment, oh, so yeah. you don't have to haul it all there. And it's one of these flatbed buggies that you can push, yeah. and it allows you. To I know put where stuff you're going with this because I had to deal with this. And every time we'd put something on the buggy, the wheels would roll and it would roll away. And Reese was with me, and finally I looked at him. I said, "Hey, buddy." I mean, he was just standing there watching me struggle with a big speaker, and every time I would touch the buggy, it would just be rolling away <laughs> from me. So I finally stopped as I was holding it. I said, hey, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm holding help, away. Could help. you help your daddy? And, I, and, it stopped, and then I had to rant to him. I said, what in your – so you're looking at me. I'm trying to put this on the buggy. It's rolling away. Is anything sparking your brain? Heck, let's help daddy out. Are you just going to stand there and watch me? <laughs> watch you struggle well, about that the, about that time, this guy came walking around. I didn't know he was there, and he was really kind of entertained by it. Yeah, sure. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. He goes, oh, no, no, they need to hear it at this age. Well, I think and, I, so. and I told Reese, I said, hey, buddy, I, I didn't mean to bark at you when, when somebody oh, yeah. else was around, but come on, It's man. a breath of come fresh on. air because it never happens anymore. I mean – that guy was taking in fresh there? air by listening to you do that. Did you give him the speech about there's two people who aren't good employees? Yes. Ones who won't are... do what they're told and ones <laughs> won't do nothing unless they're told? Greg, I got to tell you this. I, re- I tell my kids that because I've heard you tell the interns that years ago. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll tell them that more more times than you probably like to know. Uh, I'll tell them that you all the time. You person you look and they're just standing there in the scene like, well, look, but, hey, take a little initiative. Yeah, but you know me, I had to know. Okay, look look at me, Reese. Look at me. I got to know straight up. Why? Why didn't you help? I mean, at what like, point would you go? Hey, man, need a little help. You know, you're just standing there looking yeah. at me. Nothing in your brain said, "Hey, you know what? Every time Dad hits this, <laughs> it starts to roll away from him." <laughs> he might have been enjoying. And, it, and really. he's well, that could have been Look at that. that struggle. I, mean, I told him that. I said, "I want some honesty." Were you entertained by my struggle, or did you just not give a flip? Which one? Or, was or were it? you hung in a stare? Well, yeah, hung which one was it? Because I need to know. It could have been worse. And it, typical I, teenager. I don't know. It could have been. I, I, that day, hey, that's the only thing my son knows how to say. <laughs> I, 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 I'm convinced he has nothing else in his vocabulary at all. Oh my I, and gosh. I told him the other day, I said, Brayden, I said, what if, what if you ask everything that you asked me? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Let's say if it had to do a cereal, hey, can I have a bowl of cereal? Can I have dinner? Can I go to the golf course? Can I do this? Can I do that? Hey, can I go to the ball game? Can I do? What if my answer was, I don't know to all that? <laughs> It's so frustrating. I, I thought your I thought what you were going to talk about. This is what I had to deal with: is I'd be in there moving stuff and getting after it, and I'd look up, and Caroline and Braden would be on those carts pushing each other, uh-huh. running into things. Oh yeah, and I'd have yeah. to say, "Hey guys, there's cameras all over this place. Y'all realize that people are looking at you yeah, right now." Yeah. But it was so bad. It was a touch of rude Tourette's, Greg, because it was so bad. I had to go back and go. Now look, man, you know you're a great kid, right? I mean, you don't, you don't give it. You don't give me any problems. It's it's always yes, sir, no, sir. You help your mom out. You love your mom. You do you do as you do whatever we ask. But my gosh, you know, yeah. it was one of those. It was that bad. Learn something. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I got great kids. They just sometimes they just they're just teenage boys, wow. and you just gotta. 
This, this is the I don't know. I think he was getting a kick out of watching that <laughs> buggy <laughs> away from me. I think <laughs> my, well, if he would have been honest, Dad, have. I got Dad. I got to tell you, I was kind of entertained by you kinda struggling. Funny. I could at least take. I would have been okay with that. But I think. What, what I can't take is I don't know. I know. Why didn't you help? I don't, I don't know, and I forgot. Are the two uh, the two lines <laughs> that only mine is able to to say come out of his mouth? Yeah. Well, I tell you, I've hit a home run with high school football. Uh, back to this whole thing where you were picking up Braden uh, oh, at the yeah. game and the the parallel parking or the lack of it. Um, I've hit a home run. Normally, I try to go to the games, but there's only been one home game. This was our second home game. And just with the moving Friday night and then with me being at UAB football all day Saturday, I had to get stuff done Friday night, so I couldn't. But now with JC, you going, yeah. going with your brother, you coming home with your brother. Yeah. Hey, Hey Dad, this is JC. Hey, there's there's something going on. All the all the football players or all my buddies are going over to such and such house. Well, I tell you what you're doing first though. What's that? You're bringing your brother home. Either that or your brother's going with you. But I'm not getting out in traffic. <laughs> and so Friday night he came walking back in the house. Hey man, how you doing? Good. I'm just bringing Reese home. All right, man. Well, I'm going back out. That's fine. But <laughs> he brought him home. I'm like, I'm not getting out in that, huh? Not if you're there. No. Not if you're there and you live eight minutes from the house. No. Bring him home. <laughs> then Saturday morning, we're out up early before I did tailgate wars with Buffalo that? Wild Wings and UAB football. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of good food. I, I don't understand bet. how these people pull off tailgating. What they do and what they bring is oh, unbelievable. You're committed, I'll tell you that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes till top of the hour. It is a Dudney Monday, and we're here. The staff is ready for this day, and we thank you for being with us. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. We've had a good time this hour. Uh, it's kind of funny. I got um, I got contacted here. They said the worst thing is I've seen teenage kids just sit there when an elderly person was having trouble getting something heavy out of the buggy, and they just sit there and watch them. Yeah. Sure. You know, we just weren't raised that way. I don't know. And so I'm trying to get my boys not to be raised that way, but they – Hey, one of my boys just watched his, uh, his elderly dad, because, <laughs> you know, I am 50, uh, struggle with something and just sit there and watched it. Uh, but Eddie Van Adler is in the house, and, uh, you and know, there was... Um, speaking of elderly people struggling to do things, <laughs> yeah. I saw Rambo Last Blood this weekend. <laughs> that, that's what I wanted to ask you about. All right, so how was it? So I did see the movie uh, Rambo Last Blood, uh, and <laughs> I forgot that, like, okay, when in, in 1982, <laughs> when Rambo... First Blood, which I actually watched this weekend, I love that and movie. thought, "Wow!" So I like this. Yeah, I love that movie. That's one of my favorite movies. I'm serious. <laughs> it's, a <great> movie. <laughs> it's a phenomenal movie. Now, as I need a bunch of body bags. <laughs> that first movie was so good, and then the rest of the movies are kind of just action trash. I'll they just be get... honest, and I love them. Uh-huh. I will be honest. But, I do yeah, love. But them. you're right. The first one, he's just a drifter coming through town. <laughs> I he know, man. He wasn't hurting a soul. Trying to find his buddy. Then they take it and make him some. (laughs) I think the turn happens at the very end of that first Rambo movie. This corny song comes out of nowhere as the credit starts rolling up. It's like it's a hard life, I tell ya. You know, it's just like where did we? What is this? And then from then on, it's like the whole series just turned. Like that was the moment in which the whole the whole series changed. (laughs) 
But uh, I, I will say that I do love the other movies, too. They are action trash, too, and they are very violent, too. And w- in 82, when Rambo, that first one, came out, it was very violent for the time. Mm-hmm. But now you watch it, and, it, I mean, you can see stuff like that on TV oh, now. Yeah. It's, it's unreal. But it, it was violent for the time. That being said, Rambo Last Blood is unbelievably violent for this time. But you know, the time. one before this was really, really violent. It was that one I mean, before, it, it yeah. It was extreme. It was extremely tough to watch. Yeah, the so 2008 is, one is yeah. unbelievable. I forgot how tough it is, and I probably wouldn't have talked about Rambo so much on the air, honestly. Like, they're, the movies are unbelievably tough to watch. I forgot how bad they are. But okay. how does he look? Let's be real, I An forgot. old man trying to be some... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, last yeah. blood. Without giving everything away, guys, tell us what happened. He, he okay. The the very first time you see his face on screen okay. in this movie, you're like, wow. So Rambo got a lot of work done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Rambo wouldn't yeah. get work done. Why right. did this veteran right. get so much work done? See, yeah. It ruins it. Yeah. And, and how old is he now? Tough. What do we say? 73? I think. Wow, now. y'all. He's mm. seventy three. So yeah, uh, you're like, wow. Rambo got a lot of work done in this time that he spent on the farm in Arizona. <laughs> uh, it, it was a good movie, but it's very violent, so probably not. Sh- I shouldn't probably recommend it to anybody. A lot of the acting that he does involves him either getting into a truck or getting out of a truck. That's a lot of the scenes. You just like really? he just got into a truck. Now he's getting What's out of the a truck. truck? On, really? <laughs> just like, he can't walk far. <laughs> <of the world>. <laughs> <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> he's like a lot of the movie is him like w- rolling up or rolling out. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you really? And then and then it ramps up and then he I mean things go poorly for uh, the, he's always the niece ha- guys the niece or, the, or whatever she is I don't know some girl that he yeah. knows that relationship was incredibly thin like they went on one horseback ride and now we're supposed to care about her for oh, the rest oh, of the oh, movie oh, you know what I'm saying yeah. Easy, oh, yeah. so guys at moments it felt like Rambo at moments it felt like Taken. Where he's going oh, to rescue, yeah, you know, yeah, he's going to yeah. rescue Which her. Is a good yeah. movie, At moments, he's setting so many traps. There's like montages of him setting traps. It felt like Home Alone, uh-huh. you know, just yeah. like oh, getting, yeah. getting yeah. ready for the bad yeah. guys to get here. Here's my map. I'm rolling it out. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna slide from my bicycle handlebars across the cable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, if at moments it felt like Home Alone. But uh, I mean, y'all, he sets so many booby traps. Well, he's old. He it, it's like, yeah, he has to use his mind yeah, now. Gotta man. be smarter. It was awesome. <laughs> and, and in every movie, he has like he'll send like there's always a line like he you know he tells the people that he's you know what I'm saying he's yes. always got some catchphrase. Yes, go, oh, Greg, yeah. Greg. Greg, Greg, uh, you, I, uh, <laughs> you're not ready for it. So he's looking for this girl, right? I'm not going to spoil anything. He's looking th- for this girl, and she is in a very, very bad situation in which yeah. she's working. Right. She's, she's having it. to do work. Yeah. Gotcha. Along with many other women as well. Got it's a it. real bad situation. Yeah. You know, like dirty, dungeon-y kind of feel or whatever. He goes through this house. You know what kind of house it is. You know what I'm saying? That kind of house. Yeah. Feel repute. He goes uh, through a house of ill repute with a hammer and just mm. just goes through it with a hammer guys and the uh, oh really? Oh my gosh he just goes from room to room with a stinking just a hammer like a hammer hammer like like old man rambo and he works Clean his way he works his way cleaning house through that that was probably my the, the favorite scene you, were, you, were, you stood up and were yelling i was like yeah went by myself that was weird I, no, you, you, <laughs> you were that guy I, I, i've learned I, I figured something out sometimes when you want to enjoy something i've noticed you'll just go by yourself yeah yeah uh aaron was not in aaron was not in on that. so you said, said you're not in i'm going by myself i was like okay okay i think i have a window here i, I have a 315 that i think i can do and she's like 
babe, go for it. This mm. is part of your this is part of your upbringing. And how about I was kind of <laughs> part of your upbringing. I was kind of sad, you know. I, I, I was kind of sad at the end of it all. Oh, you know, no. I was like, oh, man, really? there it is. And I, 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 no I way he can make another one. No, I, way. no way, guys. I, I was I, I, honestly, I was reminded of my own mortality seeing Sylvester Stallone on screen the entire time. I was <laughs> yeah. just like, the whole time I was just like thinking about my life, just like, oh man, Rambo. I hope I can live a life as cool as Rambo, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. Yeah. But it was really uh, violent. I shouldn't be recommending. Well, now, it, now, well, and we we mentioned it Friday. What's the movie where they team up to all the other well, uh, guys that are there? Expendables. Expendables. So I got a touch of how old he was in that. Yeah. I mean, really, all all of our Real growing old. up heroes, they're all that age now. Well, <laughs> to your point, though, let me say this because I did watch First Blood like thirty or forty minutes of it. It's pretty violent too, and yeah. it, and the language can get out there yeah, as well. Forgot about that and, too. Yeah. But but I don't remember that. Like when. Really? I guess when I, I don't remember it being that bad. What'd y'all think it was? Well, I don't know. I just didn't. I just John I, Brown Rambo. <laughs> I know, but, but I wasn't expecting it, and I don't know. I mean, it's almost like I forgot or didn't know or didn't care. Or I, it mm-hmm. never hit me. Yeah. They drew first bloods. All I know that first one is so good. <laughs> How about I watched? I made my wife actually watch that first one. And there are so many things in it that imprinted on me as a kid that I that, that I carried that through, and I thought that was cool and the goal for my life for like ever. Like you loved it. the fact that he rides a dirt bike like through the woods away from cops, like with a wife beater on, and that's it. It's like my wife's like, "Didn't you do that a ton as a kid?" I was like, "Yeah." Now I know why I wanted to do that so much. Rambo, Rambo imprinted big, on me hard. Big influence. On you. Yeah. That and Rocky, like seriously, Stallone. Yeah. Those two. You love Stallone. I, the whole th- I love I do I do. What about those- over the top when he was an arm wrestler? <laughs> those <laughs> those first bad. two movies are I actually like good movie. movies, yeah. and then he was like, "All right, I'm going to make a ton of money. I'm going to make some action trash." And I d- I love the action trash too. I, I do too. I'm honest. a fan of yeah. action trash. I'm Cobra, a- come on. Oh, I forgot about Cobra. <laughs> over the top. Let's not forget how great it is. <laughs> oh. All right, so I'm an arm wrestler, truck driver. All right, so like, how many slices of pizza here we got? So you're not going to go pay to see it again. Uh, I, I would probably not. No. If, it, if not you're at home and you see it's coming on, <laughs> if it's a, if you're at home and you see it's coming on, will you watch it again at home or is it? I it? would. Yeah, I'll watch it again at home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a good movie. Let me clarify that. It's not good. But it, but you don't care. Stay out of the Mexican clubs, by the way. I mean, she gets roofied in a second. What? Our head to Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you guys for being with us. It is a brand new hour, and uh, we're excited about not only another hour, another day, but doggone, we're doing another week. Uh, So we start this with the national anthem. Our national anthem today, Rockapella. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. And the rock is red glare, 
the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the Seven and a half minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big as our number, Speedy. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler have already given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network. If your Rick and Bubba station carries the kickoff hour, most do. Uh, If not, you might have caught it on the TuneIn app. You might have watched it on YouTube, or you may be listening to it on a podcast archive. Uh, Whatever the case may be, we're glad you're here. Uh, and now we move forward, and all those same options are available for you. No intern today, uh, so you'll talk uh, with members of the Rick and Bubba Show at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll recap the weekend. We'll take your phone calls. We have a guest coming up this hour. We'll talk uh, to Dr. Steve Hammond, uh, and uh, he's got a new book out. And it is uh, I was honored enough to do uh, an endorsement on it and, and read it, and it is a good one, The Christian and Abortion. The non-negotiable stance. These are we're trying to bring these uh, topics to the forefront that our country uh, is facing, and 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 uh, you know when people are in these trying to decide where you stand on this and that. We'll also talk about uh, man-made climate change on RBU this week, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast with climatologist Roy Spencer. Uh, look for that; it'll publish again this weekend. So some of these topics that are out there, I mean, uh, this is this is kind of what we're hoping to do. We certainly have opinions on this, and we certainly have a biblical worldview uh, when it comes to these topics. But at the same time, we try to take these things and put them in front of you so that if you're trying to decide where you stand, at least it has critical thinking, at least it has facts, uh, at least you're looking at the science, not just what we might believe from a biblical standpoint. Uh, and uh, we try to give you a lot of information. So when you decide where you are on these important topics, you actually can make an informed decision or on the topic we're talking about today. How about make if you're going to make a choice, make an informed one. Uh, across the way, there he sits, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you know him better as the silver-tongued one, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! How about you there, Rick Burgess, and good day to you. And uh, thank you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. <laughs> That's what you get for listening to those cassettes right there. <laughs> hey, meet me in the middle of the day. Let me hear you say everything's okay. Bring me southern kisses from your room. Meet me in the middle of the day. Let me hear you say everything's all right. Let me smell the moon in your perfume. Here we go, say hey! Oh, gods and years when rise and fall, there's always something more. Lost in talk, I waste my time, and it's all been said before. While further down behind the masquerade, the tears of age. Somebody say, 
I don't ask for all that much, I just want someone to care. Everything's okay. Come on out beneath the shining sun. Somebody say it again. Meet me in the middle of the night. Let me hear you say everything's alright. Sneak on out beneath the stars and run. There it is. Can you name that artist, Bubba? A one-hit oh, wonder. Oh, Rick, wait a minute. I was going to tell you. One-hit wonder. Oh gosh, I can't even think of it right now. Steve Forbit. Steve Forbit. Steve one-hit wonder. Still one-hit wonder. It's yeah, a good one. It's a snappy probably, one. Probably been they sit, still play it? I've right still been sitting here at lunch trying to remember that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, one hit wonder. So uh, we will. We do have a lot to do. Uh, we'll we'll recap today. Uh, we did drop this past weekend, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, the first one uh, published. It is still out there. You can certainly still go and get that. Uh, if you go to your podcast, wherever you get it, and search Rick and Bubba, you'll see it come up. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, and that is the unique podcast that will be out there weekly. Of course, the Rick and Bubba Bible Study and Rick and Bubba Podcast Daily Archives are still available there on the Rick and Bubba Podcast channel as well. So uh, so you can, go, you can go grab that and enjoy it. Well, Rick, we, ha- we have a lot of action over the weekend to review. Yeah, a, lot of, man. a lot of good football going yep, on. Absolutely. And I think some very surprising movie results. Um, I know Adler had talked a little bit about Rambo a minute ago. We'll yep. have to Funny. revisit that a little later, but uh, – uh, Helms, the show you used to like, ended up beating that and the Brad Pitt space movie. Uh, what are you talking about? Downton Abbey. <clears throat> oh, Downton Abbey. Oh, they got a movie yeah. about that now? Yeah. Oh, if they did a movie that, I bet that thing was a giant, mm-hmm. giant weekend. Rick, you were into that too, weren't you? I saw, yeah, I did see a yeah. season of that. I sure did. Betty's watching it now, and I've just had too many uh, middle age type mm. British dramas I've been yeah. in, and I'm, I'm going to have to bow out of this one. Okay. But it was when a, it when it beats Rambo, yeah. and it Bobby, beat, you don't know the power it, of this thing, and it and it beats Brad Pitt with a new space. I kind of like and, that space movie. And Jennifer I Lopez has yeah. her thing out, you know, that's a lot of eye candy for everybody, and and it finished way she down. Got the a list, movie, so yeah, I, I didn't even yeah. know she had a movie. Yeah, how, how about this thing, Bubba? You don't understand it's about strippers. <clears throat> this, or oh yeah, this was a public service. Is this her trying to do? When we were all younger, Demi Moore came out with one. Strip Is this just her version of the same thing? I, I don't Pretty know. Yeah, I, I haven't know that but, much about it. I was just reading the story about the movies. Because well, I wanted to see the Brad Pitt space movie. I do, too. Know, like, just I because it's yeah. a space movie. But, but this it looks like it's got a good story. This Downton Abbey thing. Tommy uh, Lee Jones is in it. Was yeah. pu- it was PBS. Went rogue. And it came, I guess it came out of, a, yeah. was it totally PBS or did PBS get it from the BBC? I think PBS was. Yeah. And, and a lot it, of letters. And yeah. and these uh and, and women just became obsessed with it like that some helps. like some of y'all that get drugged into these 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 shows that you know oh, your yeah. wives watch. this is the well, same see, like thing. the pole dark we we were all on that series well one, know, we're waiting for, for year five to come out now and once and once that got to rolling so picture one of those now picture them taking one of those and you've mentioned them there's been tons of them that right. that, 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 that women get involved in and they get. I mean, they can't wait for the next season. But, they'll, they'll binge watch them. So picture one of those, right? And then they put out a major motion picture of that. Yeah, I, with it, us, all these characters that oh, people yeah. want to see. They can bring them back and all but that. Rick, so, so I knew to, women were going to rush to the box I, office on this one. I've <laughs> tried to watch it a couple of times with Betty, and it's just a bunch of British people with heavy accents sitting around drinking tea. Yeah, 
and you know they're just dripping in jewels, most of them. And I, I just can't get into it. I don't know, but obviously a lot of people oh, have. Oh. You know, well, look, I'd think of, get caught up in if I got. And think about the brilliance, the brilliance of them releasing it during football season. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, 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 but Rick, hey, if you it told me, hey, if, let me tell you what they're saying yeah. to me today. We're number one. If you tell me, <laughs> hold them up. If you tell me a British story that started on PBS was going to be made into a movie. Mm-hmm. And it would be Rambo, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, uh, yep. you know, all these other people. Stripper J Lo, yeah, J Lo the stripper, all that. I would be, I would not, I wouldn't but, take that bet. But you, you got to understand, in the female world, this is like Star Wars putting out a new movie. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, you know those any of those any of those oh, brands. Eddie's wanting to see the, it today. Any of those yeah. brands that that pull this this obsessive yeah. fan base, it's yeah. just like that. It's one of those brands. It's a female brand, but yeah. it's a brand. Mm-hmm. But and, it's just hard, for and it's me never to believe, been a movie, and it's never been a movie. It's just hard for me to believe they would they would walk by Brad Pitt to get to this. Oh, but that didn't surprise me at all. You nah. don't understand how the women love Downton Abbey. You just really don't. And see, I want to call it Downtown Abbey. I, I did too. Well, I, did. I think <laughs> I did for the I first. Did yeah. I did too. <laughs> how, how do you say it, Downton? Downton. Downton Abbey. It's D O W N T O N. Downton. Mm-hmm. There's just no town. What does that mean? It's ton. Down, You're saying down, down is still there, but down, it's it's not town. Down, it's ton. Mm-hmm. Well, what what does that even mean? Well, I don't. It's know. the name of it's the name of the abbey. Well, what what does that mean? That's a big old house. Oh, it's just you know. There, there's, <laughs> I'm talking about a big one. There's a bunch of rich. There's a there's a bunch of rich people dripping in jewels yeah. and a bunch of servants. Yeah, there. That's, that's what all I, mean. I can picture. Figure out. An, an abbey. If I do like the the butler, the big fat butler, and we got all kinds of stories happening. Yes. Yes. So yeah. just pick, an abbey is a gigantic I wish mansion. Do drops for us. Picture a gigantic mansion as big as you can possibly imagine. I'm right. talking about castle level, right? So the Biltmore. A, Think about the Biltmore. Yeah, that's an abbey. Yeah, and so this is Downton, meaning that's the last name of, of the of the, of the of the legend okay. of of that place. I yeah. guess it's called they're the, Downton. They're the abbey. Downton family. Well, whoever started hey, this abbey. To Rick's know. point, Amanda brought me in remember. on this and wanted me to watch it, and I got hung up in. I got hung up in it, and I was oh, the I'm one. Like, I happens. ended up being the one saying, "Hey, we're gonna watch an episode tonight." Yeah, it happened, but, but you got Rambo. You got all of that. Yeah, I, I'm still shocked. Bubba, these putting these male movies out in football season, and they dropped a, a female Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> in there. I mean, you can't you can't compete with that. Seventeen minutes past the hour. I just don't get it. I don't know. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Uh, Thank you for being with us. Coming up next segment, we'll talk uh, with Steve Hammond. He and. um, uh, another uh, doctor uh, have have written a book called The Christian and Abortion: The Non-Negotiable Stance, and uh, that is one of the big items as we are dealing with now. Is um, we can't believe where we are on that, but we'll talk to uh, Steve Hammond about that book coming up. Tell you how you can get that, uh, and uh, that'll be coming up in the next segment. I was telling Bubba there's a lot to talk about from the weekend, and we'll jump into it in more details after we interview Steve coming up next segment, but. I had people, you know, when we on, on Fridays we give the warning on which college football game that Beth Mowens will be doing the play-by-play, and people are hoping that, that it is possible with the UCLA Washington State game that her voice may be ruined because uh, of the number oh. of the offense that was rolled up. Now this is Rick. You were telling me the numbers, and I, I didn't see the highlights of this game, guys. I, I was I watching the game. Oh, you saw it, okay? Well, 
and Washington State was so far ahead, and it was late anyway. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm going to bed. And then forty nine to thirteen at one point. Yeah, guys, in the third don't, quarter. Don't I mean, think, you, in don't, the third quarter, you start putting in the backups. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. that's I, normal. I want you to listen. Maybe the, what he did. The quarterback <laughs> for Washington State. Now I want you to picture this: threw nine touchdown passes and lost. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Nine touchdown passes and lost. What was the final score? The final score. 67-63. Yeah, 67-63 UCLA. And, and UCLA scored like 30 points in five minutes, something crazy. Uh, so, that is amazing. Well, I'm going to have to go home and look that one up. So listen to this. Let's, let's hit some. I mean, I did. I went, oh, man, this one's over. Here comes some of the numbers. 600, 657 yards of offense for UCLA, 720 for Washington State. 1,400 total yards. Passing yards. Think about that. Was there even a defense on the field? Yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine scoring that many points if you're just running routes, throwing to each other. You know. know what I mean? Yeah, it's with no like def- you drop defense a ball every now and then. Passing 507, UCLA, 570 for Washington State. Don't you know if you're, <laughs> if you're a defensive coordinator, you're over just pulling your hair out? Well, here's the number that also explains the comeback. Fumbles lost, UCLA zero, Washington State four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many? Four fumbles lost. Yeah, I think they had uh, a pick or two as well. Yeah. So, did you? Mm. So, uh, so there that. But people were wondering. I if, bet she was screaming it, Rick. I, I listen. Right. How many times do you think she said yards? <laughs> she would, Rick. I, yards. She says that so many times. And you're right. She'll hip up stuff. She'll shorten that. Yeah, I'm just trying. Yeah, here, here we go. <laughs> the Cougs. No, the Cougs yeah. with another touch. <laughs> exactly. How, how many yards? Well, she had to lose her voice with that many. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we we were kind of. We're kind of hoping might happen, so so we'll see. You know, you're talking about uh, shortening things, uh, n- names up, and hipping things. I had up. a little touch. I, I did something terrible, and and I didn't mean to uh, at the UAB game. You know, it was on the NFL Network uh, this past weekend, and UAB they, game was. Mm-hmm, and the F on the NFL Network. It was for the first time. I don't know. This is new I thing. I was flipping the NFL channels doing. Can somebody help me with that? So, the, so the NFL what? channel ran college football. They did. They did. And it's a new thing they're going to start doing. Everybody and, needs and programming. Apparently, but, but it's called the NFL channel. I know. It is. This is back to CMT doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. But okay. the NFL, the, the sideline correspondent they sent, uh, I found standing. I, I just looked over, and she was standing right beside me, and she came over to me. Watch it. And you, you know how you kind of half listen? Yeah. And she said, hey, and I didn't even pick up the name that she was saying. And she said, is it okay if I call him the nickname? Is he okay with that? And and like she was asking me about a player and a nickname for that player, and I and I just yeah I was like oh yeah 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 that's fine and you weren't even listening I kind of wasn't even listening and I don't even know if she went with it on the network or not what is the nickname I I, I think he said she said Carm or something I don't I could the bands we were right in front of the band we we're right beside the cheerleaders it was <laughs> loud it was because... crazy <laughs> and, and I could half hear what she was saying and I'm like well yeah I've never heard yeah I think so yeah. She thought you were official, didn't she? Well, I, had, I, I guess I had the mic in my head, whatever, so I guess she thought, oh, he'll know. Sideline yeah. reporter <laughs> loses her job over a racial slur. <laughs> right. Wait, no, What'd what you do? Tell him to go in blackface? Greg, it was a nickname, like, <laughs> like URT. Rocky, Rocky, go over and ask the guy there with a the microphone and the Gilligan hat on. <laughs> I think she said, is he good with Carm or whatever? Yeah. And I'm like, oh.
know. Yeah, yeah sure. Right. I know she got you one of those. I kind of just, yeah, yeah. I noticed she got you one of those UAB hats. That they you, gave me one. I didn't even <laughs> ask for it. They said, I think, you, I think you're going to need this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah burn that away. Yeah, you can't yeah. burn that away. Is it called a bucket hat? We talked about it on the air and we forgot what it was called. We had, remember, we were gilly. You're talking about the big floppy Gilly hat, isn't it? Yeah. A Gilligan hat. Here we go again. Gilly hat. It may not be. The Gilly suit is the Gilly is where you look like a bush. What is it, Guys, I hate to Started with the G. I hate to say all this. We did two. We did two segments on it's it. A weird, know, but we're, we're yeah, here we are again. To our defense, it's a weird name. But and we got it, and we had pictures of it coming up on the screen, and everything, and none of us remember, <laughs> including me. <laughs> I don't even remember what oh, it looked like. Fun, we did it? a full blown research on it. I thought we did. Took it. Oh, set yeah. phone segment. Oh yeah, my Google history will show it. <laughs> Just like somewhere there's a piece of paper in a landfill that's got it written on there two or three times. <laughs> you know, we all took notes yep, on yep, it. Yeah, wrote it down, circled it. I felt terrible when I walked away though. I was like, "What did she say?" Right. So did UAB win? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah they did. They played well. well they, okay. they had a big win, wasn't it? Yeah, thirty something to three. I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we Tilly. Have, how about we got a good touch? Tilly, Tilly hat, Tilly. not a gilly. <laughs> Tilly. Tilly hat. Although, oh, although, I really, if it's a, a Gilligan hat, it ought to be called Gilly. Hey, Rocky, yeah. I, I got a nickname here. I'm not sure what yours or not. Go on over there and talk to Speedy. <laughs> He's over there in the in a Tilly hat. UAB Blazers yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, guys. If see you, a bucket hat's different. It's more floppy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what you had on right there. I think right the Otilly. Yeah, mine had, mine, had, mine had some. Mine was pretty wide. I saw though. it. <laughs> it covered my head though. Yes, it did. My head was happy. <laughs> huh? And Rick, I saw you and Greg's parents this weekend. Saw Coach Mrs. Burgess. Yeah, oh boy, yeah, yeah, got apparently. to visit for a minute. The, the, to call my Bubba back at Jack, Bubba back at Jack State. I, so you made your rounds, Rick. I did. I went. <laughs> I went to, to Auburn was on the road, but I went to Auburn. And on Friday night, went to Starkville on Saturday and actually stayed for a quarter. Uh, well, I couldn't believe what – Terry actually, after seeing Sherry spoke, actually looked at me and said, do you mean Greg – I mean, uh, Rick went into the stadium? I stayed in for one quarter. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so it was good. <laughs> I, I, and, and this I couldn't time, believe the score either. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I brought my cowbell, and, and I'll tell you about that too on show today. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, we're the Rick and Bubba Show. We're, we're thank you for being with us. Much to do as uh, we make our way back. DollarShaveClub.com/slash Bubba has been teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show for for many years now. Years they've spent developing, crafting, refining everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And you know, that's just the times we're living in. Um, it, it, there's so much more convenience, and, and when you you think of the win-win, you can get everything you need. Like for instance. Uh, we have the $5 starter pack that's going to get you everything you need for, for a wonderful shave. And shaving was what, you know, obviously you can tell by the name, Dollar Shave Club started out just focusing on, on shaving, meaning you, if you get a really high-quality razor delivered to you at a much better price, and they've got uh, everything that goes with that, the shave butter, the, the prep scrub, they've got the, the post-shave dew that you can spray on there to, for your skin to feel good, and that was coming to your home. Uh, you were paying a lot less because you were paying a lot less and you had it on a delivery schedule. You you never ran out of razors, which meant you were getting better shaves because you weren't trying to make some razor last longer because you overpaid for it. And all of that is good, and you can try it for five bucks. We'll send you everything you need. And if you like that, you can restock, you know, regular size at, at regular price. So there's an opportunity for you to do that now. So look at the ultimate shave starter set at dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. That's only five dollars. And also notice all the other items they now have. If it's under look, feel, smell your best, they got they've got an item for it, and you'll love all high quality. Also, there's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. It's just a better way uh, to to buy and use these products. 
Uh, all right, so um, I was sent the book, uh, and, and this is a topic, Bubba, that um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things at the forefront of our society, and I don't know that there's one that's more important than us getting this right uh, on where life has begun. Because we've talked about this a lot. This this issue that comes up all the time, and of course we've seen the slide on, you know, we started out saying, well, uh, first trimester, and, and then all of a sudden, well, uh, you know, second trimester, well, third trimester, well, partial birth, well, fully birth. You know, at, at one time, I thought we all agreed that life began after birth. Yeah. Well, well, now that's that's even up for debate, so you see the slide, and because I think no matter no matter who you are, I mean, we've tried to say this, no matter who you are, I hope that we're still civilized enough, regardless of your worldview, regardless of your stance on faith, that if we are taking innocent life from anyone, then we have to get that right. And, and so, the, and, and as we've said, even those of you out there that say, "Look, I, I'm still in, in on the choice. Uh, I'm in the choice side of this," and I certainly was at one time as well until things like this, which we're going to talk about today, till I actually studied and found out what I was actually saying about that. Even if you're someone who says, I'm still for choice, we want that to be a completely educated, fully informed choice. And so this is a, another resource that has been made available. Dr. Steve Hammond is here with us today. He and Dr. Emily Labonte have written the book, The Christian and Abortion, The Non-Negotiable Stance. Steve, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you so much, Rick. Thank you for having me on. Well, so tell me, I've read the book, and it is, um, you know, it's an informative read. It's not an easy read uh, because we're talking about a topic that's not easy. And I think a lot of times people kind of want to put their head in the sand because it's not an easy topic. Uh, But you are coming from uh, the medical field, and and, and I think more people like you and, and, uh, and Dr. Labonte, you know, need to start stepping forward because I think you guys can speak to this in a way that might inform people like you have with this book that hopefully will, will change their minds. But uh, t- tell me, is that the intention of the book? Yes. The, the book is written to Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> both of us were uh, really struck by the fact that um, Christians are as likely to have abortions as non-Christians. And a Pew Research poll just a couple of years ago, uh, 60% of uh, mainline denominational Protestants are pro-choice, and these statistics kind of took us uh, by surprise a little bit. Um, the the volume, the numbers, and so we felt like we really this is where we needed to start. If we're going to make an impact in our culture, we needed to start with believers. Um, so, well, so can you can and, and I'm not I'm certainly want people to read the book, but we're doing an interview, so we can get some of it out of it. Right. How how can a true well m- maybe that's the issue because I know on divorce there was an, they, they put the number out there one time that it was fifty percent but as mm-hmm. as as the church went deeper if you looked at the numbers yeah, it really wasn't and that, began yeah. to interview people who claimed to be Christians you, when you got to the end of it a lot of people that were putting in the Christian category were never Christians to begin with is that part of the problem or, or is it or is it just a lack of of understanding yeah and polls i take with a grain of salt anyway right. it's kind of how you ask the question um the, the real problem i think we have here rick and you touched on it a little bit is that when we speak of abortion we're speaking in the abstract right if someone else is having it it's not my problem therefore i can i can be morally neutral on that and that's a myth uh there's no such thing as moral neutrality um 
we, we uh, look at this from both scientific as well as the biblical um, background as far as um, the, the whole process. Um, believers should share the sanctity of life, and the Bible is very clear on that. Um, the, the debate is when does life begin, and we yeah. do tackle that in the book. Oh, yes. and, we, and we go backwards from, and I think it's almost the fact that uh, Governor Cuomo did us a favor almost by shining a bright light on this. And as you say, it, uh, I think most people are horrified when they think about taking a life of a baby just before it could be born, uh, certainly viable outside of the womb. Uh, to destroy that life uh, is, is horrible. I think most, most Christians would, would agree with that. So we've got a starting point. And, um, you know, if I can convince you of that, and I don't think that needs much convincing, uh, let's walk that back. And, and, and that's where we walk back uh, in the, all of the different steps along the way in a pregnancy, which, you know, I delivered 4,000 babies in my career um, wow. and, and, and watched them all develop including Emily, by the way. Uh, she's listening probably on the Internet from Las Vegas so, this morning. So you <laughs> delivered the, the – I, I, I did not deliver her, but her mother came to us, so I okay. listened to Emily's heartbeat in utero. <laughs> so we met then, but we didn't really meet, uh, which is interesting. We didn't meet until maybe a year after we'd started working on this book two and a half years ago. So, Doc, it, tell us – I mean, and I know it's a big topic, but in your opinion – and it, based on the facts, when does life begin? At conception. I mean, getting down to the bottom line. And, and we give several uh, reasons for that. But the main thing is, at conception, you have it's called a zygote. Uh, by the way, you talked about it's not an easy read. We tried to make it easy as we could. Right. The science in there is not over everybody's head. You know, I spent most of my life uh, making medical uh, complexities understandable to my patients. And right. so I hope that bleeds over into the book. It does. I, I think one of the things I was talking about even beyond that is for a lot of us, and you just said it to begin with, and then I want to get to what Bubba just asked because I think that's crucial and you make that clear in the book, is some people think it's difficult to read because they're afraid, like I had to do in my life, they'll realize now that I've been informed, I have to come to the conclusion that I'm wrong. Right, and, and, and then and, how do you and, how do you work your way out of and that? And the good news is, redemption is available to all who repent, and right. uh, and and so don't don't continue to get it wrong. Well, yeah, let me let me answer that because yeah. I had to come to that point as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you read the book, the first chapter in there, young doctor's story is my story. Mm-hmm. Um, early in my career, and as a resident, I did seven hundred abortions approximately. Mm. Um, People ask me, well, aren't you compelled to do those because you're a resident? No. Rick, I did that for money. Um, and it's a horrible thing I did. Mm. I mean, a wretched thing. Um, but, you know, as, as, as much as my sin was, my, the grace of my Savior, Jesus Christ, Amen. Has, has covered all those sins. And, you know, um, uh, one in four women out there has had an abortion, according to the statistics. And you've got a big audience here, and there could be as many as one or 200,000 women listening right now who have had abortion. Um, and all I would say would be, um, Jesus said, come to me all you are weary and heavy laden, because if you're, if you're suffering from the post-abortion syndrome, which is so prevalent, I, I counsel patients all the time with this, uh, Jesus is the answer. N- not, not all the techniques that man has devised, Jesus is the answer. Because he's forgiven me, I stand before you today. Amen. Um, 
you know, uh, if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Amen. And, and so that would be my plea to those out there. Look at what I've done. Look at my sin burden. You would look at someone that had done what I've done um, and, and think, how, how can that person have peace? And I do. I have great peace. In fact, I would go so far as to say I wouldn't be here standing, sitting in the studio today talking to you if I hadn't gone through this. So uh, women who've had abortions who come to the understanding that they did something wrong have found relief, have found where the source of freedom and, and, and uh, forgiveness is, are eager to share, eager to share that with other, other women going through that. So they make great counselors. Crisis pregnancy centers are screaming for women to come forth and, and do that. So that would be my encouragement. Um, you know, I couldn't have written this book. I couldn't be sitting here today if I hadn't done that. So Jesus uh, is the source of, of forgiveness and peace, which is what you're looking for. And um, he's got something for you to do. Yeah, like this. Right. So we'll come back and we're going to answer this question that Bubba just asked. So you, it's, it's all in the book, and you can certainly see the science and certainly the biblical um, commentary on where life begins. And you heard uh, Dr. Hammond say just as straight as he could, at conception, and he will tell you more about that as someone who's delivered over 4,000 babies and, as you just heard, has a testimony that at one time he also was on the wrong side of this. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. Honored to have uh, Dr. Steve Hammond with us today. The book is The Christian and Abortion, The Non-Negotiable Stance. And as we've talked about on this topic so many times on the program, just be informed. Don't, don't be afraid to be informed so that uh, you do make a, a correct choice. Uh, and so we talked about, and Dr. Hammond was very open about his testimony. Uh, at one time, he was a doctor who was performing uh, abortions, I guess, for Planned Parenthood, uh, and uh, and we, we can get into that in a minute, that organization, if we have time. But uh, we want to hit it with this, and you've delivered over 4,000 babies, so you have watched the process uh, of life. You said to Bubba when he asked the question, so where does life begin? You said conception uh, with, with zero hesitation. So let's talk about that medically first, and then we'll talk about it biblically second. Okay. Well, <clears throat> uh uh, Governor Cuomo shined a bright light on this whole subject uh, about six months ago, um, and um, what I mean is the very permissive law that they well, passed yeah. in New York. And celebrated and cheered and, and all right. that. Um, and so I think no matter where you stand on this, you got to be horrified if you're a Christian at the taking a, a baby's life just before uh, uh, delivery. Uh, literally, uh, that's legal now there. But... If you if you uh, if I can convince you of that, let's walk that back just a little bit. So, what about five minutes before birth? What about five weeks before birth? There are several landmarks along the way. Um, we can go back as far as what whether the baby is viable outside the womb or not. Um, that's really changed a lot, uh, Rick. I didn't tell you, but my own son, who's now um, thirty six years old. <laughs> was born 14 weeks prematurely. Mm. He weighed two pounds and three ounces when he was born. Wow. There are boarding babies further along than, than he was. Oh, yeah. So um, viability has changed. Back in 1982 when he was born, um, that was really touch and go. 
And now 26 weeks is considered, that's pretty easy for most perinatal centers. But if you, so it's gone back now to 23 weeks, 22 weeks, even in some cases. Um, so viability outside the womb is really f- a kind of a floating point. Uh, you, can, you can talk about f- fetal movement, but that, that's variable as well. Um, a, a first-time mother may not feel that baby move until 20 weeks, but someone who's experienced, a woman's had more than one, uh, had more than one pregnancy before, may feel that baby move quite early. And we see movement on ultrasound uh, at seven weeks. We can see the baby move. One other thing I want to point out is when I was first doing abortions, we didn't have the fancy ultrasounds we have now. We can see life in, in, in the womb now. You can see the heartbeat. You can see purposeful movement. We know the baby hears in utero. We use a, stimul- a stimulator to make the baby move on certain stress tests that we do while we're uh, monitoring babies um, before they're born. And we can see the sound actually stimulates them to move. So we know all of that's in place. But where do you, where do you go back to the point that you can say the life actually begins and there's one clear defining point, and that's conception. That's when 23 chromosomes from the female come in contact with 23 chromosomes from the male, and they get 46 together. And that, when that combines, we call that a zygote. Each of us was one time a zygote. Everyone on this planet was a zygote at one time. So we all started as one cell. And that one cell has tremendous capabilities everything about you your hair color uh your uh, whether you're a male or female everything about you is determined in that genetic code on that that one cell i mean i could go into the details of how that's the most that's the fanciest most incredible computer ever designed but Mm. it was designed by god not us right um which is really incredible unless you're a an identical twin no one else on this planet has ever shared your genetic makeup. Your, your 46 chromosomes exactly. are unique to yep. you. Mm. So, um, you know, when you, when you look at all that, uh, it, it just gives you a clear understanding that that's yeah, a unique individual. When, when we hear this, this thing about uh, it's part of a woman's body, it, it's inside her body, but it's not part of her body. You know, and that's that's really what made the difference for me in this too. Coming along as through the process I've worked with it too, is that you know if I have uh, 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 my appendix taken out or I have some type of tumor in me or you know anything, right. it has yeah. my DNA in it. Exactly. But this child has a totally different. DNA. Now it's part mom, part dad, but it's totally unique right. as a whole. So, and and I even logically can kind of understand how someone would say, "Well, it's my body; I should be able to do what I want to with it." But the fact that it is different from your kidneys, your liver, your heart, your whatever you want to say that that that's a game changer to me. That is not part of you. You're a host, but it's not it's not you. I think that's a good way to put it. You're a host. Right. You're a carrier. You know, it's a privilege for a woman to be able to carry uh, the life inside of her. It's a privilege, and, and we've gotten way away from that. You know, when I started practicing um, my private practice back in 1979, I think most women would agree, and that was the, uh, commonly thought, that it was a privilege to be a mother. Right. And now, I don't know, we've kind of gotten away from all of that. 
you you uh yeah and and the fact that we're we're you know we we as the church don't want to be just pro birth we want to be pro life uh and that means that we want to be there with you we want to walk with you we want to show you these other options adoption is a beautiful beautiful yeah. option right. uh, and we have so many beautiful stories with that but um, we're get we're running a little bit out of time but I know biblically you were saying um uh, we know the Psalms one thirty nine uh, you know sixteen through I mean thirteen through sixteen where he says right. I wove you together in your mother's womb before you'd ever, you know, live the day that I knew the number of your days and all were written in my book before you'd ever live one. Jeremiah one right. in your mother's womb, I called you to what I was going to call you to. But you you said those two verses are certainly there, but also there's even a bigger point that's made. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Jesus talked about I am the way, the truth, and the life. And everything God touches, he breathed life into us, Rick. Death was never intended for us until sin came. Right. Death wasn't was not part of the plan, uh, the original plan. Um, and so abortion is death. Right. It, is, it is the death of a, of a child. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. Um, so, yeah. When you, you talked about that, so you have those verses, then you have Jesus saying one of the things about himself, I am life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I am. And, <clears throat> and you know, one other thing is it, they didn't talk about abortion, although it goes all the way back to Hippocrates, that they were actually... Uh, doing things to cause women to abort, it would have been antithetical to talk to a Jew about, and that's what Jesus was, a Jew about uh, killing babies because it was assumed that children were a blessing. The book is called The Christian and Abortion, and don't miss the subtitle, The Non-Negotiable Stance. It is as clear, as clear, as clear can be. Not unredeemable, but clear. And it's important that you're informed, and I'm informed, and we're all informed on what is a paramount, paramount topic that we're dealing with as civilized people. We'll be back. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba.